Good morning to you. Uh, not walking today. It's 7.30 and it's 30 degrees outside. So uh, being a wimp and and uh, doing this from inside. So hopefully this will be, a, you know, a little shorter than normal. But um, in reading back through what I had read and posted previous, uh, maybe you read it, maybe not, um, there is a... This is always just sort of something that that has reading it and what stands out, like what what uh, what sort of um, highlights itself as you're going through and reading it. And um, I kind of was struck by by two different things, and it, surprisingly, I've connected it to math. Um, uh, Maybe it's three things, but I'll go through them quickly. The The first thing is, uh, and if you want to look these up, I'll reference where these are. But in Luke 22, 24 through 30, uh, it says, um, uh, when we're talking about the, the disciples, we're talking about which one was the greatest of them. Um, and Jesus told them that you're not supposed to be like that, that the greatest among you should be like the youngest and the one who rules like the one who serves. So that's a theme that comes across with a lot of what he says is that who's ever first will be last and who's last will be first. And so, you know, the, the, the real takeaway for me in the mindset, and then he goes on right after that to, wash the disciples feet which is you know it's like uh the the head of a company um you know or the president of clemson going to wash the students feet you know which is <coughs> it's just would be unheard of um you know your teacher in your class doing that um so not only was there the example of what he said to do there was the example of what he actually did that followed through on that example. And I think the, you know, the math part of that is one, you know, you can't have words without being, following it up with action. Otherwise you're just a hypocrite. If you tell somebody to do something, um, then you don't do it. You know, one plus one can't equal four. Um, it equals two. And so those two things go together. Um, so, you know, I think that's really important. It's like, a, a, you know, I've heard it put another way. It's like a race to the back of the line. You know, we, we want to make sure that we're first and that, you know, we're uh, kind of like with, with the dogs, with Ruby. She wants to make sure she's first out the door every time. Um, and Bo, as a gentleman, will defer and be last. Um, and I think that's a, that's an interesting way to look at it. We want to be with the, you know, going back to the social media part, we want to be with the most likes. We want to do things that will, uh, make people, you know, click the heart or respond or make a comment or say, you look great. And, you know, that, that dopamine hit that you get when, when you achieve that is, Good is is nice, but it just lasts for a certain small short period of time, and then you need another one. 
And so you chase after those things. And so you, you know, um, so I think that, you know, the idea that um, finding ways to serve, finding ways to support others, finding ways to shine the light on other people rather than chasing after the light ourselves um, is really something that's that's important. Because if you do that, if you shine the light on other people, um, rather than having ex- an external light shining on you, people can actually see the light that comes out of you. You know, they can see you for who you are um, rather than um, who they think you are. So, you know, that would be one thing. Um, so, you know, and he goes on to talk about the example that he sets for him, which again, um, you know, is is kind of goes along with that, you know, real important part to this, John 13, 31 through 35. But the last part of it is um, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another by this. Everyone will know you are my disciples if you love one another. So you think about the way he loved was a was a sacrificial love. It was putting the needs of other people before whatever potentially selfish desires that he might have for himself. You know, in terms of being able to do anything, you know, um, create, uh, you know, have kill people, do coordinate lots of different things instead of of being the the leader in that way, uh, he found a way to lead by serving and by actually giving up uh, his life so that others could, um, could, uh, could live. And so, you know, I think that's, that's a, to me, that's like the big, the big one, you know, that's the, if there's a, um, an example or a, a verse or verses to follow that would be that, um, you know, is that the, you got the 10 commandments, you got all these rules and you got all this stuff. But if you just follow that, if you really, really study the character of who Jesus was, um, who Jesus is, and, and try to follow that example, um, you, you pretty much got it, got it done. You know, you pretty much got, got the, got the, uh, got what you need. Um, so I think that's, that's, you know, something to maybe to spend a little more time with. And then the last thing is, um, you know, when he's talking about leaving, this is John 14, five through seven, when he's talking about leaving and he's asked, um, they don't know where he's going and how can they know the way? And, you know, he Jesus answers them with something you've heard before. I'm the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And so here would be really sort of the, the math part of this, which is when he talks about the way, the way um, is the example. He said he is the way. Um, and so his example, his teachings, his way of looking at the world and dealing with others, um, you know, that is the thing 
that we need to be following. Okay, so the first part of it is, um, you know, Jesus and following him. And then the second part is the truth. And so the truth is, is, is you know, the word of God. And But I think as it's referenced later in John 14, just later in there, it says that he's going to send an advocate, the spirit of truth. And then a little bit further is the, it says that the advocate, the Holy Spirit, will come and will teach you all things and remind you of the things that I've said to you. So I think the pursuit of Jesus, one, plus seeking um, the truth found through the Holy Spirit, which to me is where you where you mostly get that is through prayer um, and through um, reading the Bible. You know, God speaks to us through the Holy Spirit when we read the, the Scripture. Um, <clears throat> we speak to Him in terms of prayer. And asking what we're, you know, what we're supposed to be doing or confessing or what our, you know, just pouring ourselves out. Um, you know, some people might would call this, that's our, our, and in times we're not doing those things, people might call it our conscience. Where we're about to do something we know we shouldn't do and that thing tells us we shouldn't be doing this. Now, whether we listen to it or not, it's another thing. Or um, there's that. Um, our conscience is is telling us to do something that we know we in our heart we need to do. Um, where does that come from? And I think for a believer, I, to me, I think most of that, if not all of that, comes from the the connection to God with in the Holy Spirit talking to us. Um, so I think within the math problem, you've got Jesus plus the Holy Spirit. Uh, the way and the truth, um, and then I, Jesus says, "I'm the way and the truth and the life." And so the the way that we find our life is by way of um, pursuing Jesus, staying connected to God through Scripture, through prayer, and through listening to uh, Him speak to us uh, in those moments of. I just spoke about through our, through our conscience or through the things that come to us. And I think if we do that, we're uh, on the path to being, to living the life that we were intended to live, um, to being who we were made to be and, and being uniquely made, finding our unique path. Um, so wasn't that short, 11 minutes, Hopefully it's helpful, and I hope you have a great day. Love you.